Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Die by the Sword podcast. Before we get in the episode, I wanted to give a shout out to Midnight Syndicate. You can check out their music over at MidnightSyndicate.com. Also, we'd like to thank Sword Coast Soundscapes for the wonderful ambient sounds you hear throughout our podcast. You can check them out at www.youtube.com slash Soundscapes. Check out our website at DieByTheSwordPodcast.com. You can get connected with the community by checking us out on the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Instagrams, all of them. Contact us at DieByTheSwordPodcast at gmail.com, and don't forget to leave a review on whatever you listen to us on. Now, join me with this week's episode. Hey guys, sorry about being late. I uh, was doing a little bit of volleyball practice with my daughter, which is which is pretty fun, I guess. Well, I mean, we've been waiting for what two, three minutes. Unacceptable. Right. Unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. uh, when I say eight, I expect us to get started at nine thirty. So, <laughs> and we're just about on time. Look at that. Right. Hey, actually, <laughs> we're early. We're early. <laughs> How'd the volleyball go? Uh, pretty good. She's working on her jump serve right now, and uh, she'll be going into since she's going to ninth grade. She's trying to get on the uh, you know the volleyball team. Cool. My school didn't have volleyball. Yeah. Yeah. My 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 high school had volleyball for the girls. The guys couldn't play volleyball, um, but I played uh, volleyball in college and like the intramurals with the fraternity, which is a lot of fun. That's against Title IX. There should be boys on the team, too, if they want to play. Which is funny you say that. There's no... In her, in her school, there's never been any boys, but in the uh, the extracurricular volleyball that we put her in, there has a couple of times been a boy or two on the team, which has been kind of neat to see, I guess. I always preferred uh, like sand volleyball to court volleyball, because then oh. I would actually go crazy and dive for stuff, because I wasn't worried about hurting myself. But yeah, it's traveling sand, really. I, I don't understand why you're worried about that. It's going to happen. You're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> well, I, I I don't think I actually ever hurt myself playing sand volleyball. The rules are so much stricter in sand, though, with setting and yeah. everything. I, I didn't like it. And I don't like to get dirty, too. So I was fine with that. Plus, I went to UTA originally, and UTA has a huge deal that they call ooze ball every year, which they just wet the courts and make it mud. Ew. <laughs> so it's mud volleyball. And they have a big tournament. Can you imagine Top Gun but done as oozeball? Talk <laughs> <laughs> like about highway to the danger zone. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Highway to the mud pack. <laughs> hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different highway. Okay. <laughs> Delete that. Delete that. Oh. <laughs> he didn't even know he made a joke. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. Uh, so, so yeah. Aside from that, uh, I mean, quarantine has kind of taken away a lot of the sports that a lot of us play. Yeah. But I have kind of gotten into disc golf lately. Yes, yeah, so oh, we've been yeah. learning. We've been learning disc golf. It's been a lot of fun and very uh, stressful. <laughs> I actually went before recording tonight because you know we were starting late. 
Yeah. I actually made it so that I wasn't dead last this time. See, when I first started playing disc golf, I thought the high score won and I thought I was winning. I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never I, really played disc golf. It always seems kind of fun. It's a lot of fun. You, I mean, you walk around and throw discs. Yeah. And they go in, they go into places that the tracking of the disc is the best part because you throw them into trees and it's, it's an adventure. How many discs have you lost at one time in a tree trying to get it one down? How many, how many have we lost? Uh, I haven't lost any, like trying to throw one up to knock a, a, a disc down. I lost one in the lake. Yeah. (laughs) The only place I have lost discs, there's a, a park up in McKinney that the whole thing basically follows this giant Creek. Yes. And, all of the pins hook to the right, and a disc's natural arc is to the left. What if you threw it with the other hand? Uh, well, that would be different then, because it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> then it would go ten, ten, like, ten yards. It would just go right in front of you because you can't throw with your. Yeah, but you have to learn to throw that way. That's the problem. <laughs> but I, I had one disc in particular that, for some reason, would always hook right. And so I was trying to throw that one for it, and uh, it just went off the side and down into the creek. Well, and what he did mention is that it wasn't just a creek. It was literally like it went over the edge and straight down like 10, 15 feet. So there was oh. no, oh, I'm just going to I'm just gonna walk down here and get it. No, you had to traverse yeah. like literally down a wall if you wanted your disc back. So everybody was yeah. just like, and we're done with that one. And we're done with that one. That one's gone. <laughs> I've taken Philip to a few fishing spots like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So yeah, if it went down in, if it went down into it, you're just you're out of luck. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I replaced that disc with a disc of the exact same type. It's just a different color, and uh, it doesn't hook right. It just goes straight. That's not bad to have in disc golf, though. No, it actually worked really well for me today because played a, a course out in Mesquite that it's a it's just a nine hole course, so it's a shorter course, and a lot of the the Baskets are shorter, um, and I almost had a hole in one Ooh, for that oh, disc. Nice. It landed just right in front of the basket. Very nice. So on these courses, you know, like I've played golf before a few times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not good at that either. But part of the appeal was a being outside and b drinking while I'm doing it. Can you drink while you're? Mm-hmm. Do they allow drinking out there? Depends on the park. Uh, and a lot of people take beer in their bags anyway. Depends on how sneaky you are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Some people will just fill up a water bottle with beer. Hey, there you go. Drink that instead. I'm hydrating, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I said nothing hydrates you better than a diuretic. <laughs> this is true. As long as it's a light beer, you're good. Yeah. But no, it's fun. It's a good way to to get a few miles of walking in because certain courses are longer than others. I think the one out in Rockwell, we ended up walking about three miles. Mm-hmm. Yep. For right that one. Right at three miles, yeah. And how long does it take to play? Because like with golf, you you can be out there for like three hours or so. Mm-hmm. It's a couple hours. It's a couple hours, yeah. If, yeah. You, if you have four or five people with you, it can definitely take a couple hours for sure. Or if the people in front of you are incredibly slow. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yep. A lot of them will play, like, 
like best disc. So they'll throw two from the tee and they'll play from their better one. That's like cheating. I mean, I've seen best disc or best ball in golf, but that's like you and a person, another person. Right. Yeah. That would be yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but they'll do that. And I feel like all the tournaments do that. At least all the local tournaments that we've happened to fall behind. <laughs> Cause we're like, Oh, there's a tournament going on while we're here. Oh, well, Oh, that sounds like a don't watch us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't watch us at all. <laughs> yeah, we're not here for the ones you're here to see. <laughs> They're over here with these like 300 foot drives. I'm like, I'll throw like 100 feet. Yeah, and they have they have a backpack full of like 50 discs for every situation, <laughs> and we're out there with like five. <laughs> yeah. We have one of each yeah. kind. And that's about it. And so, yeah, we're like, no, yeah, don't look over here, bro. I look like a crappy superhero. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and most of them have like the, because they've got so many discs in their bag, they've got the bags that are on wheels that they just roll behind them that turn into chairs so they can just sit and wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Yeah. It's totally relaxing. But yeah. Disc golf has been a good way to at least get some exercise while we can't play softball. Mm-hmm. True. but or, or, go, or go to the gym at all. What is that? I, I haven't been to a gym in years, so. <laughs> <laughs> I actually go to the gym and my mask while when I get done is so freaking dripping with sweat. It's ridiculous. It's like I ringing out. So, so not only are you practicing your cardio, but like you're basically waterboarding yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm torturing myself in two ways. <laughs> that sounds super fun. <laughs> that mask has got to smell something fierce. Uh, yeah, I've taken to having to wash it a lot. It's like, wow, boy, that stuff stinks. It's got to go in the washer now. <laughs> My beard getting funky. <laughs> I thought about going back to a gym. I'm actually working out, but instead I just bought workout equipment to have at the house. It's not a bad idea right now. It's true. I say, yeah. And plus, you know, you can't give yourself the excuse of like, oh, I got to get in my car and go to the gym. And you're like, oh, equipment's right there. I got to get started. It's right here. Yeah, but the couch is uh, right there. Right. That's, that's what true. I was thinking too. <laughs> I just been doing it on my, my lunch break that I take. Yeah. And it'll be easier now because I, I bought a, uh, an upright bike to to ride. I'm like that'll be an easy way to get cardio. As opposed oh, nice. to a not upright Rec- bike. As opposed to like a recumbent bike. So yes, a not upright bike. Yep. <laughs> I just I just see him on the side just pedaling. <laughs> <laughs> it's different, definitely different. I did a, a different, definitely different exercise at the gym this time. We did weighted burpees. I do not recommend these, by the way. Uh, Burp- Burpees are no I, fun. Burpees in general. Yeah. <laughs> I figure I need to get my cardio back going again so I, I don't die when I play softball again. You don't have much time. We're going to play next week. <laughs> I was going to say. This is true. Like we play in like two weeks. <laughs> so good luck. Why don't you go get it right now and, and ride it while you're uh, game mastering. <laughs> it's going to sound like this. And then we were all going to have fun. <laughs> 
let me get off for a second and uh, roll my dice. Okay, back on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that would be a lot. Why are the characters all winded? This sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Windy City. <laughs> because we've been running trails <laughs> through the cabin. <laughs> Upstairs, downstairs. You get, to all, you get to all the werewolves and they're just like... <sighs> You and the set the scene. <laughs> They're all panting. <laughs> Speaking of werewolves, uh, I do believe last week you were woken up once again by screaming and Dwarfy going out and finding that Ostavok had been killed the same way that Silas had been killed. It's the maid. She found the body again, didn't she? She did. It's her. <laughs> it's always the maid. It's always the one you suspect the most. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what are we going to do about this? Go check it out. I guess we should. So time to get into character and do this. <clears throat> sure. Yeah. Do you go into full Scooby mode? Perfect. Let's go check out the body. No, he goes into Eartha Kit mode, apparently. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> no better set the thermostat at a sensible 74 degrees. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's perfect, darling. It's perfect. All right. So um, I'm going to do a perception check in this room to see what the heck do I see. Okay. Oh, you know what I need? Dice. They, they usually help in a tabletop RPG game. Um, I got a 14. You see it. Ostavok's dead body ripped up and blood everywhere. No footprints, no nothing? No footprints, no nothing. Renly didn't see a thing. Uh, Dwarfy might have saw something. He got a 21. Ooh. 21? Uh, just as with Silas's room, you see that it's the body is ripped up with claws and fangs, just like uh, the Margrave was. Blood splatter everywhere, but no footprints in and no footprints out. That is the big question. How do they get into the room? How do they get into the room? Do, uh, do we already rule out Santa Claus? <laughs> That's a good he's, one. He's staring at that fireplace right behind him. But it, it's it's not December yet. <laughs> oh, whatever December is in <laughs> this region. Uh, see what it is. I'm assuming this is uh, over to the western side is a patio. Does he have a lanai? Or here where Diego is, that's like a balcony. Okay, I'm going to check out the balcony see if there's anything there. I want I want to check in the fireplace. Okay. No, no. Same as the last time. You no, face first into the... it's one. It's one better. Diego got Hello. a twenty-five. Twenty-five. Uh, you do not see anything that would show that anything like climbed up here or anything like that. Okay. I will go inside and tell everyone the balcony is clear. Nothing. Nothing looks like nothing came through there. What if we looked under the bed? Should we keep looking in this room? 
there's not really much to see in this room. I mean, except you look under the bed and you find a monster. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they live. That's why you can't put your feet out of the blanket. So, okay, so I think we need to go back to the parlor. We need to assemble everyone. And this time we need to assemble every single one. Yeah, let's get everybody involved. Oh, so uh, do we get to do the uh, the silver stabbing plan that I had before this time? Well, let's not go that far. I, do, I don't know if... I'm getting closer and closer to almost agreeing with him. How about if we just see if they react to the silver? I think, yes, a, a touch of silver on their skin could would elicit their spots. I mean, I, I suppose that would work. I'm just... Stabbing just seems more fun, doesn't it? I, I agree. And, like, when you gotta get deep down in there to, just to make sure that they're... <laughs> right, exactly. I'm going to resist temptation to dip my claws in silver, but we probably shouldn't, you know, hurt people. I mean, pe- people's lives are at stake here, you know? <laughs> You're correct. We do what we gotta do. See? See? The tiefling gets it. <laughs> I'm 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 on on that side of the room. I I mean, it, also if we stab them, uh, we kind of get a head start, you know, wait, wait, in wait, the wait, encounter. Wait. <laughs> what if it could be one of you guys though? Have we thought of that? No, because we already stabbed each other before we got here. Oh oh oh. <laughs> But what you do in the, the <laughs> privacy of your own bedrooms is completely up to you. <laughs> that is dirty. You're a dirty man. You said it. No, no, I'm Duristan. <laughs> All right. Uh, Cabal, can I, can I hold your silver arrow for a moment? You sure can. Um, so does everybody have something silver? Because I've got the chakram. Um, there is the warhammer for dwarfy. I've Cabal got a dagger. has arrows. You have a dagger. Uh, my fists will become it when I need to, but I can't do it right now. Okay. He's shy. Fish <laughs> shy, yes. <laughs> Duristan's got a silver arrow, too, which he will take like... As a sign of good faith, I will show you that I am not the one that you are looking for. And he stabs himself with a silver arrow. Renly is weirded out by him some more. More so that he is leaning towards him, you know, going with his plan. But, I mean, we already have our silver. We're touching it. It can't be us. Diego is not enthused about getting his fur messy. No. Hmm. (laughs) What if everybody just bit down on the silver? You know, put it in the mouth. That's how you spread diseases? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you can't do that. But there's there's no pandemic right in there. <laughs> that you know of. <laughs> Pathfinder pandemic. Sounds like fun. <laughs> Maybe that's how these people are dying. It's just a pandemic. It's not really <laughs> werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> it causes their body to explode. Just, uh, that's, that's the pandemic. <laughs> create zombies with translucent skin oh there we go everything makes sense now <laughs> so if we just touch these people with 
the silver will what will the reaction be like well from my understanding that uh, a werewolf is vulnerable to the silver so it should start to burn their skin so it will be noticeable that is okay they, they you don't you don't feel like they could hide or fight it not that I know of unless they have some sort of uh, way to reduce the amount of damage they take to their skin, uh, but I, I'm not sure of anybody here that might have that. That would require some magic. Alright. Let's round them up! So you round everybody up in the accusation parlor. J'accuse! So I was going over uh, Dwarfy's abilities. He's got uh, an aura of detect evil. Mm-hmm. Like he can shoot a 60 foot cone of it. If he did that, how many people would read as evil? You'd have to do the spell to, to find out. I might have dirty thoughts at that point. Those don't make you evil. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> and I, uh, Cabal also has uh, detect alignment as well. So, Well, Dwarfies is a cone and it hits, you know, everybody. Not one at a time, like some people. Uh, so yeah, you're in the accusation parlor. Uh, you've got everybody gathered around. Uh, oddly enough, though, Bellic and Astovian are not here with the group. Hmm. Do we know why? Uh, no. That the guards have just said that they were instructed to gather everybody here. And they gathered everybody here. No, you didn't, because we're missing two. Well, yeah, but that's the boss man, so he should be fine, right? No. Everyone is a suspect, even me. Okay, so uh, what should I I do? I would say... Where are they? Bellic here. He, after all, has seen everyone. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not supposed to ring the bell... Do you want me to ring it? Yes. Where's the bell? It's over by the fireplace. All right. Uh, I'm going to ring it Adam's family style. Okay. <laughs> so is... Uh, we have silver pieces also. Is that, like, legit silver as well? It probably would be. Um, but I feel like the silver weapons you have would probably have more silver on them. Okay. So I was just wondering if we could do a sneaky, sneaky sneak with the with the gold piece. <laughs> just start flipping just people money. Yeah, just start flipping people money. Yeah, yeah, that or um, like try to palm it in my hand and like go for a handshake, like a joy buzzer. <laughs> right. Ah! Werewolf <laughs> would get yeah, would get an honest reaction. True. And everyone's a werewolf. Ah. <laughs> You're surrounded. Uh, but you do ring the bell. Bellic finally does come downstairs. Yes, uh, what is it? So so good of you to join us. Um, we, we were going to go uh, and accuse everybody of crimes, and not everyone was here. Yes, they were. You, you weren't. And where's Estovian? He's still in his office. Well, we need him you- too. You, you don't think that the man that runs this place would be the one that is killing people. That's not a way to maintain business. No, it's not. It's a terrible plan. But everyone is a suspect, even me. 
So, how long do you expect this to take? I don't know. Five, ten minutes? Well, what? what is your plan? Uh, hold out your hand. And he holds out his hand. I drop uh, Cabal's arrowhead in his hand. Is this the murder weapon or something? I don't know. Hold it. Can you close your hand around it? Okay. I'm not a psychic. I don't get visions if that's what you're trying for. No, it's not. It's really not. Um, I was just checking to see if you had a reaction to it. If you knew if you've seen this before. Oh, you're trying to see if I'm one of the werewolves of the forest. Yeah, something like that. Well, I'm not. Well, we know that now. So I'm assuming you'd w- probably want Estovian to do the same stupid test, right? It's not stupid if it works. Fine, I'll go get him. He mumbles the whole way up the stairs. So since the porter um, gave away our plan, we are going to ask everyone to hold a piece of silver. Does anybody object? And there's mumbles like no but 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 so we will start down the line Corvin more of your stupid games yes Corvin more of our stupid games there I held your silver thing are you happy not with you in the room I kind of wish it was him not <laughs> to mention you've already stabbed me once oh that's right we did <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> you really are picking on this guy you're still not a werewolf. This is good to know. Marquisa? Uh, what? Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, is it my turn? Yes, just hold the arrow. And again, I'm very sorry for your loss. Um, thank you. He was a, a good soldier. He was. And she holds it. No reaction. No, we haven't really spoke with Kian, the stable master, but thank you for joining us. Would you mind holding this? Sure. No reaction. I was going to say, so we go down the list. The Madam, Duriston, Estovian is still not here. Bellic, we did already. Mm-hmm. Delgros. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nayama. Who, uh, I forgot who that is. I wrote her name down, but I forgot who she is. That's that. Oh, that's the um, the prostitute, right? The other lady. Madam, Madam Ivanja, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the maid. Then um, the chef and his two, uh, Austin and Ivana, Vassaray, and uh, what's this, Bizthi? Bizthi and Therassi. Yes. Uh, also people we didn't really talk to, but they uh, they are uh, at the lodge as, as help. So you've gone through everybody at this point, uh, guests and staff, who are still alive. Nobody has had a reaction to the silver. Where is Stovian? Uh, he eventually makes his way down the stairs with Bella Kinto. I'm sorry, I, I wasn't expecting you to need me for this. Um, what seems to be the trouble? Have you figured out who has been murdering people? We haven't yet, but we have a hunch. Um, everyone in here is... I don't want to say immune to silver, but has no reaction to it. You're the last person to uh, to test. And as he, and as he talks to him, Cabal sneaks around behind him. Okay, still looking forward. Sure, I I work with silver with my the pen that I have upstairs. But um, sure, if you have something silver, I'd be happy to. And then it, Cabal immediately stabs him. Dad! 
It's him. He did what? it. Oh wait, no, he got stabbed. <laughs> what the hell was that for? Just checking. I'm looking very closely at the uh, entry and exit wound with a perception of 18. It's bleeding. That's going to leave a nasty scar. Cabal, would he be like, uh, how would he, would he be like, basically like, I did you a favor for ruling you out? Or would he be like, oh, sorry, sorry. I think he looks at him, he goes, hmm, you were the last one. I don't know who did this now. And just walks off like nothing happened. We are the best detectives. Oh, man. I say, if this is the way you would conduct all of your investigations, please don't expect to have another investigation at this lodge. Why would you say something like that? Because you just stabbed me. That was a process of elimination. Are we going to have to stab everybody now? I think so. Stabby time. What? There's no need to stab anyone. Do you know who the werewolf is? No, but it seems to be obvious that if there is a werewolf here, it is not one of the guests, so they must be coming in from outside. There's no evidence of that. So, um, did we do the guards too? Uh, you you checked the guards that were in here, but you haven't like checked the guard at the gate or anything. We should check the guards at the gate. Let's go stab the guard at the gate. <laughs> I mean, he's saying that they have to be coming from outside, but his own guards are seeing nobody, so I don't know where he's basing this information off of. I mean, should we say something about that? About, you're saying they're coming from outside, but your guards see nothing. How do you explain that? Well, it would only make sense if everyone that... If you have checked everyone here, and nobody has reacted to the silver, correct? Correct. So then... It couldn't be anybody here. And this is all of my staff and all of my guests. So if there's not anybody in here, who would it be? Unless it's one of you. No, we all held it. I didn't see it. I'm holding my silver chakram. Mm, I'm not going to count that. You have to stab yourself with it. If I got stabbed, you have to get stabbed. Stick my tongue out and run it across. Dang. Okay, (laughs) that was gross. Next. (laughs) Durston stabs himself with the, an arrow again. It's not me! Oh. I'm going to take Cabal's arrow and lick it. What is it with you guys and licking? <laughs> and it just stabbed him, so it's got his blood on it, you nasty. Oh. <laughs> I hate messy fur. <laughs> oh. Gross. You nasty. <laughs> okay, there's still three of you. Alright, Shabert's just gonna take his uh, dagger out and give himself a little poke in the finger. And uh, Cabal takes his arrow, and it's, he acts like he's going to stab himself, but he then he reaches over and stabs Dwarfy. <laughs> Ow! So Dwarfy uses his silver warhammer. And smack <laughs> Ow! That's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> what is what what is the damage for those? <laughs> They're both non-lethal, I'm sure. <laughs> See, we're not werewolves. You you talk with a slight slur though at the moment. Right. See, I told you we're not. <laughs> Some birds coming around. Yeah, little little werewolves <laughs> running around your head. 
<laughs> I just don't get it, you guys. This is everybody except for the front guards. It's gotta be someone else. This is everyone, correct, Dystovian? Yes, this is everybody except for the the guards I have at the front gate, which I will be happy to escort anybody here. If you don't want to let people leave, I'll escort one or two of you out so you can check them. Sure, I have a question, though. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me about Arin Vrood? Not sure who you're talking about. This is necromancer that works around here. Part of the Whispering Way. Have you heard of him? Oh, um, I've heard of the Whispering Way, and I, I know they use necromancers, but... But you've never heard of him? Nope, nope, nope. Why do you ask? Because your journal says that he is... Excuse me, what? Your journal says... You... You read my journal? Yes, and I know who you like. Don't tell Bellic, all right? <laughs> I'm I'm out of of patience. I'm got nothing else to go on. So yes, I've read your journal. Well, then you know everything, then, don't you? Well, most things. I mean, I didn't read the whole thing. I just perused it, really. Well, well, then you know all you need to know about me. And if we are done here, I will go back up to my library. We are not done here. You've been holding information back. No, nope, so I have not. I beg to differ. Brood and his fellows have returned. Though I made my office available to them, they declined and requested a meeting with Madame Avanja. Thunder, thunder, thunder. Dun, dun, dun. No, is that who that man with the black cloak was? Well, you, you, you named him, so I'm going to assume that you know. That means that he would have said his name, and I wrote it down based on the letter that he sent me, which I don't have anymore. Obviously, he didn't want to speak to me because he used Madame Avonja's place. Speak to her! So, Madame Avonja, what can We've you... already been over this. Tell me of Rude. Did we already talk about Rude with her? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I forgot because I haven't been listening. So do... I mean, do we want to intimidate him to tell us more, or... Perhaps a truce. Guys, are we stupid? <laughs> I mean, I have no idea where to go now. We've... Yeah, I'm like, are we dumb? Because we cannot figure this out at all. I think we got the dumbs, you guys. <laughs> After being questioned a bit, uh, Estovian still leads you out to, you know, go question the guards and have them do the werewolf test out at the gate. They confirm that nobody has been coming in or leaving. Uh, they all pass the test. So trying to figure out what is going on, you guys all go back to your rooms. The next morning, there's another body. This time it's the maid. It was the maid. No, I'm just kidding. You Suicide try to go through... by werewolf. <laughs> you try to go through the, the whole questioning process, figuring out what's going on again, and then there's another body. This time it's the Marquisa. One by one, the guests and the, the staff are dying off. You know, guys, there's a necromancer on the loose, and we're outnumbered, it looks like. One by one, all of the guests start dying off. Until one night, you guys are all gathered in the research library, trying to figure out what could be the cause, what, what would be getting in, what type of werewolf could break in and leave no trace. When the door is busted in, 
and you see Corvin, but it's not quite Corvin because his face is elongated and he's got claws and fangs and this weird glow about him. Oh, was that little dipshit? <laughs> and we're rolling for initiative. Ah, oh, horseshit. This guy. Ah, let's get him. Diego will be going slow this time. He's got a nine. Diego with a nine. What about Cabal? Six. Six. Oh, no. We're all doing bad. <laughs> Dwarfy. Four. Jeez. Oh, Renly. A fifteen. Okay. Something in the double digits. <laughs> and Chaubert. Eight. Oh, shit. <laughs> like the lowest I can roll. Y'all were not ready for him to break in. No. No hamburgers. <laughs> All the french fries. Well, I I know that the monsters go first a lot when I roll, but now it's not a surprise that he's going first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a question. Yes. What was Duriston's initiative? No, is he in there with you? He's always with us. We're... We're... Buds. Uh, werewolf hunting buddies. Yeah, we haven't been able to take that guy once this whole trip. I was assuming that he wasn't with you at this time. Don't, don't worry about it. Just because that, that would make six of you against one? Exactly. That's what I was trying to get numbers. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he'll hear us. Yeah. All right. So everybody is set where they want to be? Sure. Okay. So the werewolf butts in. He roars. And he is going to reach out and try to bite cabal because you're standing right there and that will be a 21 to hit you got me oh no that's a lot higher actually uh i was looking at something else with the bite that is actually a 28 okay you still got me and you take 11 points of damage from the bite and i need you to make a fortitude save okay 17 on the fortitude save Cabal is cursed with lycanthropy. Ah. Now you're the werewolf. Yay. Okay. So that is his attack. He bursts down the door. He bites Cabal, curses him with lycanthropy, and it is now Renly's turn. So I'm going to go ahead and turn into Carrie, and going through the journal, um, I have uh, discovered that uh, there's a, a spirit around, so I think I'm going to roll a religion check to see if this is a hybrid because we're always running into stupid ghosts. I hate ghosts. Okay. So that was a 19. 19. So you've heard of a type of werewolf spirit before known as a vilcasis. Oh, vilcasis. And a Vilcasis is an incorporeal spirit of a werewolf. Uh, it's like a primal beast kind of thing that can possess uh, people. It can possess people. Is it like a normal ghost Do we, with, with you know, the incorporealness that I hate so much? If it's not possessing somebody, it is incorporeal. But if it's possessing somebody, then it's possessing their body. Oh, so, okay... Oh, that's a wrench into the plans. I mean, obviously, we don't know about this, but... 
Check. 
28. Okay, you are able to move through successfully. And then he is going to try to trip him as he gets goes through, or, or however it's happened. Um, but as he's doing it, he uh, pulls out not a dagger, but he pulls out his immovable rod, and he yells, Get him on his face! And so I'll try to trip him. Okay. So then you will be making a CMB attack. So you'll be rolling your D20 plus your CMB. Alright. And you're, so, you're trying to beat my CMD. Alright. Uh, so 22. He is not tripped. Oh, Jesus. That don't sound good. Yeah, it could have been cool if it worked. You just had to go for Flash, didn't you? Not for Flash. I'm trying not to kill the guy. Oh, okay. Flash and Panache. All right. So that would bring us to Cabal's turn. I guess since we're trying not to kill him. So I guess I will just cast a judgment. Actually, um, I can't shoot a bow from that that close, right? No, you would, pro- you would provoke. We're not trying to kill him. I just want to stab him with an arrow. <laughs> Go ahead, stab him. Stab him with the arrow. I mean, you stabbed all those other innocent people. <laughs> he would want you to stab him at this point. Okay. So since we're just trying to wound him a little bit, because we see that he is kind of coming out, trying to take over, I'll just take out an arrow instead of like actually shooting at him. I'll just stab him. Okay. How to work that roll right. in for just stabbing him? Right. Like a dagger, maybe. Can you use your uh, arrows as regular weapons? Maybe they'll do reduce damage, I assume. But let's see why not. I'm saying you let me know, and if, if it doesn't work, then I can just I can just punch him with my punching dagger. But it's not silver. So. There's a feat that allows you to stab arrow. I definitely probably do. Could use it as an improvised weapon and take a minus four. Does Diego have tripping as a skill? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. I have to wait until I get around back to my turn. Yeah, because what I'm hoping to do is to, if we trip him face down, we can hopefully pin him with the immovable rod. Okay, so I would say that you can stab him with the arrow if you want. You'll just take a minus four on the attack because it's an improvised weapon. And the damage would only be like a D4, because you wouldn't have the strength of the, the bow strings. Okay. Um, okay, so Cabal will try to step back so that he can get away from this guy and shoot his bow. So he will provoke uh, an attack from the guy trying to get away. If you're just taking a five-foot step back, you wouldn't provoke. Okay, can I shoot from there, though? Yes. So, Cabal will move five foot back to get away from the werewolf and and shoot his bow at him. Um, So he will shoot his arrow, his silver arrow, at the werewolf. Okay. And you have precise shot, right? So you don't incur the the minus four. That is correct. I have that. uh, 23 to hit. That's a hit. Okay. Eight damage. Eight damage. Roll, and you said you used a silver arrow? That is correct. So roll two more d6. Six? 
and a one. So seven. All right. Did we see anything happen to him? Did he try to come out a little bit on that? He starts to come out a little bit again, but then it, it, the, the wolf takes back over again. That'll bring us to Dwarfy. Okay, that's me. Uh, Dwarfy is going to draw his hammer, move up to, I guess, here. Can he move there? Uh, yeah. It's right beside him, but it's like in this weird corner. But he can move there? Yeah, there, there's enough room there. He's just going to swing his hammer. Swinging the silver hammer. Dwarfy doesn't, isn't in on the plan to keep him alive. 18. That's a hit. Max damage, uh, 13 points of regular damage. Okay, and then roll 2d6. Add 8 to that. So 21 total. Damn, I didn't think Dwarfy was evil. Dwarfy's not evil, he's dumb. (laughs) His intelligence is 0. Or plus 0. 11. Very good. All right, so that is Dwarfy's turn. We are back to the Vilcasis' turn. That's a weird word to say. And he's got Dwarfy there that just took a massive hit on him. So he is going to bite Claw Claw at Dwarfy. Ow, ow, ow. Okay, so for the bite, it's a 29 to hit. Uh, that's going to hit. For seven points of damage on the bite, and I need Dwarfy to make a fortitude save. Um, 20. Dwarfy feels alright. And then he's got two claws coming his way. Ugh. It's a 28. That hits. I'll just go ahead and roll the other claw. Uh, that's only a 16. Miss. So just one claw. And he takes nine points of damage from the claw. Ouchies. Bite, claw, claw. But Dwarf is able to shake off the curse. And it is Carrie's turn. Um, so Carrie is going to start to sing. Uh, and it's going to be the normal song that she always sings. This one is going to have uh, ghost touch, just in case that little monster gets out. Okay. So all the, the weapons are now ghost-touched. All of the weapons you choose are ghost-touched. Ooh, perfect. Very good. All right, Diego. Okay, um, Diego will have noticed that Jobert was trying to trip Corbin Creature. And so Diego does have improved trip, so he is going to go ahead and try to trip him as well. Uh, so he will spin and sweep his legs to try and knock him over. Okay. Sweet I would roll. <laughs> add my CMB or what? Yes. Okay. Roll your CMB. Woohoo! That is a 27. 27? No, 28. 28? Okay. okay. With a 28, you are able to trip him. Yeah. So he falls prone. Okay. Um, Fancy footwork. Woohoo! Go, go, Mont, go. Um, I don't think there's anything else that I can do with that at this point, though, because that would be my action. Yeah, that would be your standard action. But he is tripped. Next up is Showbear. All 
Alright, so Chaubert is going to try to just place that immovable rod on his back and pin him there to where he, you know, can't grab the rod. Where would he pin them? Like ceiling. Right between the shoulder blades. Ow. You're not stabbing it in him. I'm just like pushing it onto him and engaging it. I think he just said, you move no more. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out when Gary pulls out this special feat called No Pinsies. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a spice shop. No Pinsies. No. <laughs> so you place the immovable rod underneath him. I mean, on top of him, and yeah. pin, pin, and activate it to pin him down. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was trying to see if that would technically provoke to reach down and do that, but I'm going to say no. Okay. It's like stabbing someone when they're prone, though. Wouldn't it give him a bonus, if anything? I would think. But he's not, like, rolling to attack. I would say you do need to roll to make sure you place it in the right spot, though. Okay. That's reasonable. Probably something reflex. So you have sleight of hand, right? Is it just an attack? Or okay, yeah, I have sleight of hand. Yeah. I mean, you could do it as an attack, but I'd say sleight of hand to find that perfect spot. Okay, that works. Because it means you're quick with your hands. Oh, so, good point. Yeah. Roll a sleight of hand check. All right. Shabair is at a twenty-four sleight of hand. You are able to find that perfect spot to pin him down. Now he's gonna okay. vomit all over. It's like the Exorcist. <laughs> all right. So next up would be Cabal. What are you gonna do with this prone wolf? Cast these demons out. You've been healed. Okay. So I mean, if we're not trying to kill the guy, how do we get the ghost out of him? What would be? I mean, do we just damage him enough where he doesn't want the body anymore? What do we do here? Do you, you don't have anything that could cast out a ghost or anything? But like, I mean, I'm not a Ghostbuster. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you kind of are. Yeah. I can. I can interrogate the crap out of him, but as far as removing the ghost, I can't do anything. <laughs> Instead of the crap out of him, just interrogate the ghost out of him. <laughs> you get out of there. You hear? Get get on out of him. Go on, get. <laughs> Go on, get. Um, yeah, so I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to, that I could do to him to help that. I mean, you could just keep wailing on him. I was gonna say, if I mean, if the ghost, the ghost touch that he gave us, maybe that'll help. Uh, and you can always say it's not lethal damage. Yeah. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah. All right, I want to keep wailing on him. So let's do the feat of rapid shot, or I get dose arrows. And let's shoot him while he's down. Okay. I think that's gonna kill our guy. <laughs> he's gonna aim for the shoulders. Right, now I'm trying to pin him down even more. Like the rod's got him a little bit, and then I'm trying to pin him down a little bit more. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, okay. So, first damage roll, or first arrow roll is 24. Even with him prone, that still hits. Nice. Okay. That is 10 damage. Are you using a silver arrow again? Yes. So roll 2d6 on top of that. Yep. 2 and 5. So, so 7 more seven silver damage. Okay. 
Do I see a reaction from that, from him? He starts to try to shake it off again. Fails again. Okay. All right, so we hit him with another arrow. That is 24. That's a hit. Okay. Eight points of regular damage. And five points of silver damage. Okay. And he fails again. Come on, bro. Come out of there. You can do it. <laughs> I don't want to kill you, but I will do it. <laughs> I rolled blue on all of his will checks. All right. That brings us to Dwarfy. So I guess Dwarfy picks up on we're not going to kill him. So he doesn't know what to do. So he's just going to he's gonna hold for now. Uh, he's going to ready an action. If the wolf gets up, then he's going to strike. Okay. Holds his action. Or readies it for him to get up. Very good. That brings us to the Vilcasis' turn. He is pinned down. So the first thing he's going to try to do is try to push himself back up. And fail on his strength check. Because I know it's a DC 30. And he did not reach that. But that would be his action is trying to get up. Trying to make that strength check. So next up would be Carrie. Let me see what I can do. Do you have anything that would aid his check? That's what I was looking for. Um... I don't have anything but attacks right now, so so Carrie's just going to continue singing and uh, is also going to hold. If it gets up, then she will throw her silver chakra. Okay, very good. Next up in the initiative will be Diego. Okay, um, so he's down. Um, I'm just going to hit him with my fists and see if I can damage the wolf enough and hopefully not kill him. All right. Uh, I'm going to use a flurry of blows in this one. Oh, Jesus. Just in Go case. for it. Uh, the first one was a 16. Uh, with him prone, I was adding to his AC, but you still hit him. Okay. So that is going to be a five damage. Can, Can you try to deal non-lethal damage or no? Roll the two d six. Eight. He is dead. Damn it! <laughs> Sorry, guys. We really killed him. You know, we're you really good at our job. I can't believe. This happened. I... Well, Shabir picks up the. But, but before you do any of that, before you do any of that, he's got Diego, Dwarfy, and Shobert right beside him. Spirits behind so I'm gonna roll a d6. One, two is Diego. Three, four is Dwarfy. Five, six is Shobert. He's going for Dwarfy. Oh no! So the spirit moves out of the corpse of Corvin and flies over to Dwarfy. And I need Dwarfy. 
Well, I mean, but but Dwarfy gets an attack of opportunity on the ghost. No, because this is part of it's a, like it's a reaction kind of thing. Right when the when he gets up, even the ghost, that's when his ready to action goes off. He's not getting up. The ghost is getting up. It was just moving directly up, over. upwards towards Dwarfy. It's gonna happen before he gets a chance to attack. Okay. So Dwarfy, all right, so I need Dwarfy to make a will save. 22. He is able to shake off the possession. Sweet. And so the gold cases flies out of the room and disappears. Disappears? Now we wanted to beat it up. Do we have any potions of healing or something for Corbin? Can we revive him? Quick, there may still be time. Is he? Yeah. Is, how dead is he? He's at negative eight. Ooh. Oh come on, he's still alive. Even if we'll say, I mean, if you can heal him and bring him up to to positive, that would be fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're gonna make an attempt, right? I would hope so, because otherwise, yeah, Chaubert's just appalled that everybody just he pinned him, and then everybody just took shots at him and killed him. Everybody. Well, everybody. not everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, okay, uh, Dwarfy is going to channel. And Chauvet's just kind of muttering there. He's like, he, he was just a child. He's an Six. asshole, but still just a child. Six, so he's still negative. Still negative. But he's stable. Um, also, he's not bleeding out. Also, I mean, it helped Dwarfy heal back some of those that damage. Also, Cabal, you got some of your damage back. Okay. And he's going to do it one more time. One more time. Uh, this time it is nine. So he pops back awake. <sighs> what? Where, where am I? You're in the library. How? How did I get here? You you were possessed. You and you attacked us. Just just take it easy. I'm sorry. What? I please. Please explain. It seems that our killer is a uh, ghost wolf uh, that is called a Vil- Vilqueso. What is it? Vilquesis? How do I say that word? Uh, Vilquesis. It, it, it seems that that we have a Vilquesis, which is a just a... It's like a spirit wolf. Is there anywhere you can go that's not this lodge? I think that everyone needs to leave immediately. Um, I... This is where I'm supposed to stay. I, 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 I just... I don't understand what is... Oh, that makes sense now. What makes sense? The night of... Of the Margrave's... Death... I woke up in the middle of the night in my bed, but I, the clothes I was wearing were shredded and covered in blood. Do you think that he's been using you? I think he may have been using several people. I think he's been... He must have been using me. I I was afraid that I had something to do with the Margrave's death, but I, I didn't want to come forward because I was afraid that I would be punished for something that I don't know that I did. We know that you didn't do it. You were possessed. 
we need to find out how we can stop this monster. Perhaps Mr. Estovian would have something uh, that might help. Yes, let's talk to Mr. Estovian. So let's go talk to Mr. Estovian. So should we bring Estovian here or should we take the kid with us or? I mean, his office is right upstairs. He's probably in there. Oh yeah, that's true. Should have heard the commotion. (laughs) We probably go up there and he's possessed by the wolf. (laughs) Go up there and he's reading ye old playboy. (laughs) And the fangs are coming out. (laughs) Say, and speaking of that, Cabal looks down at his arm where the thing bit him, and he was contaminated. So what does he do? What does he do? How do you? cure the yeah, curse how, of lycanthropy. Well, how does Cabal feel about it? Do you feel wolfy? He doesn't, he doesn't want to be a werewolf. He's just going to hide it from us. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, he he kind of just looks down at it like, oh, crap. You're going to be that guy in the zombie movie, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably fine, people. I'm, t- I'm taking dwarfy first. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Well, just a little appetizer. <laughs> Come here, dwarfy. Cabal has been cursed with lycanthropy in about three days is when the next full moon is. So you're saying we get to beat the crap out of Cabal in three days? <laughs> you you can try. <laughs> Dwarfy is just, you know, hitting his hammer into his hand. You know, like to do your fist. Licking his lips. <laughs> three days, man. Three days. <laughs> so... In about what three it, days, you'll have the change of a lifetime. So okay. what? Do, how do we stop this? You have to find a cure. Oh, okay. Do we need to roll a cure check? Uh, roll a knowledge nature. All right. I'm going to roll my knowledge nature. Who's el- who else got it? Let's see. Uh, I think I do. Let me check. I do as well. All right. 16. I also got a 16 on Knowledge Nature. You guys both beat me, so I will step back. (laughs) I'm a city kitty. Well, the one thing, the things that you know for sure with a 16 are uh, remove curse um, or remove. Yeah, remove remove curse because it's a it's a curse. That's the, the primary thing that you know that would help. Okay. You might want to check with Duriston since he seems to be the, the werewolf expert. Yeah, Duriston's just going to kill him. Yeah, but he also thinks that he has a thing on his body that protects him from being turned into a werewolf. Oh, good point. So he's kind of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to go to Duriston or do you want to go upstairs to Estovian? Upstairs. We got three days. Yeah, Yeah. Estovian first. Alright. So you guys go upstairs to Estovian's office. The door is unlocked. We bust it. You open it, go inside. The place looks like things were packed up in a hurry. Estovian's gone. Oh, we showed our cards. You guys, that was a terrible thing that I did. Ugh, boy. So there's nothing in the off. He didn't leave anything. Wonder if his little lapdog Bellic followed him. I don't know, but I mean, we've got the run of this hotel now. 
I say we do like the Golden Girls and do that spinoff. <laughs> Was it the Golden Palace? I call Sophia. <laughs> I'm got Blanche. <laughs> oh, we know I'm Rose. <laughs> Cabal is such a Dorothy. <laughs> okay, uh, give me a perception check in here in the in the, the office. Ugh. 12 13 Brinley got a, another 16 uh, and then Dwarfy got 15 Yeah, Cabal got a 14 Jesus Christ people <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, did, I did roll a 23 for survival for tracking Well we'll use your 25 and say it's perception Um so Cabal notices as he's looking around the room, sees the place is kind of picked over and almost like it's been ransacked, but you can tell it's just packed up. But he looks over by the fireplace and notices that there's a bunch of papers that have been burned. Santa Claus. <laughs> but looking through some of the fireplace, he sees some pieces with some writing still on them that didn't quite burn. The phrase that he keeps seeing over and over is stairs of the moon. Does he have any maps in here? Any atlases that he didn't take with him? Uh, no. How many people are still alive that, that we failed to save? <laughs> yes, does a Lady Avanja know where the stairs are? Juristin would know what they are, right? We met, He mentioned it before. Yeah, we can talk to uh, Delgross and Duriston. All right, so do you head to talk to Duriston? Yes, we need to find these stairs of uh, heaven. What were they? The moon. Stairs of the moon. <laughs> stairs of the moon. Not the stairway uh, to heaven. And Chabert will bring the piece of paper with him that has it on there. Just okay. It's a little proof. Um, before you leave the research library, though, Corvin he looks at you and he doesn't look like that usual asshole that he's been. He looks kind of reformed and he hands you a stone. I, I, I don't know who will need this more, but um, please take this Ayun stone. Ayun stone. Mm -hmm. What is an Ayun stone? Do, do we need to roll a check on it? There are different types of Ayun stones and they basically circle around a person's head. So then this is an incandescent blue sphere which gives a plus two enhancement bonus to wisdom. That's will save, right? That is will saves. Also any wisdom based checks like perception. Are you saying that our perception rolls are poor? No. <laughs> Diego says yes, they are. <laughs> so Whoever decides to use the Iune Stone, it will orbit your head and will give you a plus two bonus on wisdom. I think it should go to either the Inquisitor or the uh, Cleric War Priest. Chaubert does not think it should go to Cabal only because he saw Cabal attack the defenseless kid. In his head, he's like still like kind of deal with that whole thing. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, Cabal was his favorite, but now he's like, he can't believe what he saw. He, like, pinned this poor kid, and he saw Cabal and Diego both just, like, take cheap shots at him while he was defenseless, <laughs> and he's like, 
Yeah. You know, you know what? No more judgments for you. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, that, party and fighting. <laughs> that kind of feels like a judgment right there. <laughs> you have been judged. I mean, will it, will it help Dwarfy? Uh, he gets some wisdom stuff, but I mean, he's got a plus three wisdom. He's not smart, but he's wise. The monk can also use it too. Monks use wisdom. All right, you give it to the monk. The other person that was the Shaber just kind of shaking his head. He's like, mm. I mean, evil or bad, pick one. I mean, Diego's the one who actually killed him. Who <laughs> dealt the killing blow? That's true. Who would? Who? Wait. What? Okay. Okay. There are how many of us? Five of us. Five of us. D ten. Just do it random. Uh, yeah. What are we rolling for? We're rolling for who gets it. D ten. Uh, one two is me. Three four is Cabal. Five six is wait. Hold on. I think I miscounted. Yeah, I mean, right? two, four, six, eight, ten. There's five of us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Add Dwarfy. Dwarfy is the last. Dwarfy's nine ten. So who's rolling the D ten? I just rolled it and it's a six. So one two three four. Five six. It goes to Diego Dominus. Yay! That actually helps with my uh, armor class. Yes, monks get to use wisdom with their AC. Oh well, there you go. That worked out well. Well, hey, now we've actually got a lycanthropic character, so we can make our T-shirts be like like. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I'm gonna have to. We have to take you know that picture of of Keith doing the Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> Is it going to be like Blade, where I figure out a, a thing that just like makes me not be a vampire or werewolf for a long time? <laughs> you just have to keep injecting that shit. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> like you still get kind of a little bit of the power from it. Right. Yeah. I'm really strong, but like I keep having to do that. Yeah. Every now and then a fang pops out. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask you guys to shave me once in a while. He's going to turn into like Teen Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that fits with the basketball theme. Yeah. <laughs> All right. After receiving your Ayun stone, Diego gets the stone, um, which boosts his wisdom by two. Uh, so you see this little thing floating around his head. So he's, he's basically got this little green, I mean, this blue stone, uh, orbiting his head. So he looks like a Sam now? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of. But does he bat at it every time it goes in front of him? <laughs> does it drive him <laughs> drive him crazy? <laughs> Is he going to start chasing it? Right. Just spinning in circles? Uh, anyway, so after that, you guys go to talk to Duristan because uh, you figure he has some information on the stairs of the moon. And maybe even some information on curing Cabal's werewolfness. I am so scared to talk to him about that. Because he's probably going to hunt you for sport. Well, can we, like, we can just hide it and then yeah. say, if I... we were hypothetically <laughs> to get bit by a werewolf. I had this friend <laughs> who got bit this one time. Right. Yeah. So we can do it that way so that he doesn't know that I'm bit. So you, you go see Duristan. 
He opens the door. Hello, my friends. Hello. I think we found the killer. You did? That is fantastic. Uh, who... Who was it? Uh, what do you know of Vilcasis? Cases. Oh, oh, the, the... The spirit thing. That primordial werewolf thing, right? Yes. It's a ghost wolf that... That unfortunately has been murdering the guests and the help. Oh, that's awful. Very. But who would have... Who could have summoned it here? That is what we're trying to find out. Do you know of the Stairs of the Moon? Oh, yes. Of course I do. Uh, it is a former temple of Desna that is in the middle of the Shutterwood that uh, the werewolves have been using as their high court for their rituals. So it's infested with wolves. Ah, that whole area is infested with werewolves. You are in the Shutterwood. Yes. Are there there any wolf tribes that that are sensible? that That we can negotiate with? Well... Some might be, but right now they're in the middle of, like, a civil war, so I don't know how how friendly they might be. Tell you what, I know where the Stairs of the Moon happens to be. Perhaps I could, uh, show you the way there? I would love guidance. Excellent. Um, on the way, we could talk about, I don't know, remedies for lycanthropy? Well, I yeah, mean, this... Just in this, case something bad happened. You can always get this, you know, this scar that I've got. It helps protect against, you know, the curse. Well, what if somebody, before they got the scar, got bit? Oh, well, uh, in that case, you'd need some sort of divine magic to remove a curse. Or I've heard tales of basically uh, ingesting wolf's bane. That's poison. It is. So it would be very painful, but it still might work. Cabal chimes in. The, but the first option, though, do you know anyone that knows how to do that? Uh, no, I do not personally. That is a rather high-level spell. Cabal scoffs at him. I, I'm a hunter, not a cleric. I'm a cleric, uh, and I would have had it if I was a pure cleric. I'm talking as dwarfy. <laughs> <laughs> it it's a level three spell. Wait, no, I don't know if I would have it even then. Uh, but yeah, you you mentioned the stairs in the moon. Why why do you mention the stairs of the moon? And I show a piece of paper. This was found after Estovian ran away. We found this in his fireplace. Est- Estovian? Do you think he's the one that's been summoning the Vilcasis? I don't think that he summoned it, but I do think he knew that it was here. I don't know who else would have summoned it. Perhaps we can find out more when we go to the stairs of the moon. I'm sure that we will run into him there. Now, I will say, the path to the stairs of the moon will be quite dangerous. There are quite a few werewolves out there. Is everyone prepared for that? It's our only shot. We have to chase down this little casus so it doesn't harm anybody else. Understandable. Well, it seems that all of the attacks seem to happen at night. So I would say we set out first light. Agreed. 
Very good. We will give warning to everybody here in the lodge to vacate, so they are not just sitting ducks here waiting for the next Felcasus attack. Do you know if Wolfsbane grows on the grounds? Uh, it does not grow on the grounds, but it's very likely we will see some along our path to the Stairs of the Moon. Well, keep your eye open, just, you know, in case one of us gets bit. Might be ne- might be good to have. Understood. I do like to, uh, when I kill a werewolf, stick it in his mouth. So I will see you gentlemen downstairs in the morning. Uh, I will make sure that we have horses ready to go. Thank you, Dustin. You've been very helpful. Oh, it is my pleasure. Can't wait to go kill some werewolves. Well, we'll talk about that in the morning. Okay, but we're killing werewolves, right? I mean, if we're trying to curry favor to get to the stairs, the stairs of the moon is the goal. We need to get there any means necessary. We can kill them on the way back, I guess. So we get to the stairs of the moon, then we kill werewolves. After we've reached our goal, then you can do whatever you want. Fine. But we need to get to the stairs of the moon. That's the most important part. Yes, absolutely. Kill the werewolves on the way to the stairs of the moon. Got it. On the way back. On the way back. Oh, and on the way back, too. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) One track mine. We'll talk about in the morning. Very good. All right. So you guys all head to bed. Hey, you know what? We don't have to share rooms anymore because, I mean, a a couple have opened up. (laughs) I mean, the maid did die, so the maid still be blood. Some vacancies. Oh, yeah, good point. I'll I'll, I'll stay in that room. Just so you don't have to stay with Dwarfy? Yeah. Well, and if I start turning into a werewolf kind of stuff, I'll I'll have food there, too. You're already (laughs) set. Shobert's going to go to the library and try to look up basically anything about Wolfsbane or the lycanthropy stuff. Very good. Uh, So you go do your research. Uh, Give me a um, knowledge nature roll. Ooh, okay. I think the highest I can roll on that, I don't have any points in nature. So uh, 18 but I think the highest I can get is, what, 10? Yeah. You did do get a bonus for using the the library. Oh, yeah. So you, you will get some. I will send you the information that you you learn on Lycanthropy. Um, you guys get up the next morning. Uh, Cabal has not changed into a werewolf yet. It's coming, though. It'll happen. I'm just a little hairier. <laughs> I, grew, I grew out a really good beard, though, you know? Right. There's wolf pubes coming in. <laughs> uh, you meet up with Duriston to set off for the Stairs of the Moon, and we'll pick it up here next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, no cliffhanger this week. Oh, and man. we're off. Middle of the night, middle of the night.